Playboy. What's good, y'all? It's your man, DJ Playboy, back in the building for another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. You know, man, I like to do no episode without my dog, Keith. But of course, man, he couldn't make it. I got my man in the building, man, back again. My man, Speck. What it do, brother? Yo, yo. Glad to be here. Of course, man. My man, Speck, holding it down as usual. What you been up to, man? How's life? Man, same old work. You know how I go. <laughs> work, sleep, work again. Work, sleep, Oh, <laughs> uh, man, bro. I, I, uh, I might have told I think I told you offline, but um, I quit coffee. And it's my first week going off the sauce. Oh, caffeine, I should say. I haven't been drinking Red Bull or nothing either. Um, it's been it's been a it's been a rough one. It's been interesting. Congrats to you. Yeah. Well, better you than me, cause I had coffee's to, my shit. Eh, how much coffee? Much coffee you drink a day? I drink. Mm, I mean, two cups, but a cup is relative to the individual. So, I mean, I don't know how many ounces that is. Ah, I got you. But like, like a cup like this. Oh, shout out to the Perfect Talk merch cups. Like cup like that size. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like this. Okay, two of these a day, one in the morning. Well, all right. So, I'd say maybe two and a half of these a day. Okay. Morning, midday, and evening. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so three? <laughs> nah, I said half because the midday I only take a few sips. Oh, you don't go full coffee? Right. Okay, I got you. Oh, all right, makes sense. Yeah. Um, nah, I was drinking like little travel, like thermos size, you know what I'm saying, joint. I was drinking about one and a half of those a day. Okay. You know what I mean? And then, um, like let's say I had to record or that night or something like that, like me and show would do like a, uh, a recording session. I'll definitely be pounding like a Red Bull. And then let's say, you know, my girl come over after that, like, you know what I'm saying? Probably pound another Red Bull. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, I looked at myself and I was drinking, um, probably more caffeine than water, you know what I mean? And uh, yo, shout out. We, we I know it's been a long time since we recorded. Shout out to Keith. We, me and Keith recorded last week, and the audio just couldn't. It, it wasn't working out. You know what I'm saying? It messed up on his end. It messed up on my end. So it wasn't meant to be. Usually I try to splice together the best episode. If it, you know something like that happens, but there was nothing that could be done, and it was off the heels of me getting sick. I was out there in Newburgh. Shout out to AO Niche, uh, Perfect Talk alumni. You know what I mean? She uh had me DJing for her last weekend in Newburgh. It was, I had a great time, bro. It was time of my life. But literally, after the second performance, done. Stomach's crazy. I couldn't, ah, man, I couldn't operate. <laughs> I couldn't do nothing, bro. It was just, my stomach just felt like a rock was in there. And then, and then even by the time, like, I got to the bathroom and did what I had to do, I still felt like the rock was in there for the entire night, bro. It was nuts. So, it just made me, like, rethink, like, I don't know. Like, I want to just rethink. Just I, I turned thirty eight like two weeks ago, so maybe you just rethink what I'm maybe putting into my body. Old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but then you start thinking, you know what I'm saying? Nah, like, for sure. yeah, I gotta sure. rethink what I'm putting into my body, what I'm doing to myself. So it's been an interesting week. Yeah, shout outs to Keith and Niche, but yeah, I mean, you definitely want to flip that ratio around more water than caffeine. Hundred percent. But um, you know, I I can't speak for you, but as I get older, I mean, I need that extra boost. Yo, it's been hard. Because, I mean, I, I, the reality is I don't get as much sleep as I would like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I get around six to six and a half hours. That's good, though. I think I mean, that's, that's kind I, of that, what I'm that's myself average. up to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's average. But I would like to get a little more. But, you know, it's hard. And, um, you know, with working out and all that, too, and then work, yeah, I need that boost. You you uh, you on a regular working out regimen? For the most part. Okay. I mean, I, I did take I a break. When, yeah, when Little Man was born, you took a little break. 
yeah, yeah. I took I, I took off for a few months, yeah, and then you, also after I moved, I took off mm-hmm. for a few months. But I'm I'm back at it. You know, it's an integral part. How many times a week? Would you hit, would you hit in a week? Three to four. That's good. Um, how yeah. long? How long for the workouts? I try. You know, I keep it simple. You know, thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Max it out. Go hard in thirty minutes. Um, you know, there's no need to do hour long workouts yeah. and you know shit like we that. We ain't got that energy no more. <laughs> nah, you know I. I shorten the workout time, you know, maximize what I'm doing, less breaks, okay, get so it in. Keep it intense. Keep it in, uh, yeah. Now, that's like, yo, yo, but since, with, like I was saying, with the coffee, I hit that wall around, I get tired around 8, and I hit that wall around 10, and now it's, it's really put me to sleep. No midday wall? You don't hit that midday wall? Nah, that was what I thought was going to happen. That was what I was, I think, why I was scared of quitting coffee for the longest. I thought it would just be like withdrawals, and then... But I haven't been, I'll be honest with you, I haven't felt like an increase in my tiredness. Okay. Yeah, and then I feel like I'm also sleeping better. You know what I'm saying? Like, less frequent. Um, not that I used to wake up, I guess, a lot, but I would, I guess, I just feel more rested now. And, uh, I don't know, maybe I get, I get that REM sleep or something like that. I wasn't hitting before, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, it's been an interesting week, man, this Yo, it was crazy. I think I told y'all over text. Um, about like a year ago, um, I almost got into an accident. It was a near accident. I wasn't in the accident, but it was one of the moments where I, I I seen the car coming right at my vehicle. I was in the car with my daughter, and the only reason that vehicle didn't hit my vehicle was uh, a FedEx truck came okay. in between us. It, it the best way I can describe it is it felt like I was about to get hit by a car and God put a FedEx truck in between me and that car. Divine intervention. A hundred percent, man. And I, I actually saw their car go underneath the truck. Um, they got crushed under there. Um, they all survived, come to find out. They all survived. And they was actually running from the cops. And that's how the accident occurred. Um, but I, I really... I was messed up a little bit off of that for a while. Like, it messed with me mentally. It was giving me, like... Panic attacks and put me, you know, just I guess coming in, in terms of your own mortality. And um, I started working at my new job and I would talk to a lot of FedEx drivers. And you know, I figured, like, yo, let me tell them what happened to me. Maybe they might know right. the dude that was driving the vehicle. Um, and throughout the year, I would, I would talk to different drivers and actually got able to touch base with the dude that was driving the vehicle. And he's actually on the route of my job, which is. Talking about divine intervention, like, right? like, like, I it was a, it was just nutty that he happens to deliver and pick up at, at the warehouse that I work in now. Um, and so I got to meet him this week and I got to talk to him and just, just, you know, chop it up. And it was awesome, you know what I mean? Uh, to, to just, I'd let him know because I imagine, like, in, in that moment, he said he, 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 his vehicle just stopped when they got crushed underneath there. His vehicle just like he had a wall, right? And so he got injured, he was out for a year. Um, but he thought he he thought they was dead. They died. And so he told like when he contacted his company, he was like, "Yo, just this fatalities." You know what I'm saying? Like this shit is crazy. So, um, but no one died. But I wanted to let him know that he saved a life that day. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I, I don't think I. He, he, from what he told me, the police said um, if they would have hit a passenger vehicle, they would have definitely been fatalities. Right. Just you know what I'm saying? So it uh, it worked out for everyone. We all lived. It worked out for everybody involved, and I'm, I'm sure the, the the kids and and uh, the older dude that got stuck underneath there, they you know they might have some injuries 
um, still with them, but they're still alive. Sure. Yeah, but it just, it really put things in perspective, man. Like, oh, this was the part that messed me up a little bit. He, uh, he said he was, he remembers right before it happened. He was at a light and it was green and the car before him went and he was about to go bust the left and he heard an ambulance siren and he couldn't tell which direction. So he's so like, he stopped. yeah, let me chill. Let me da da da. And then finally he seen the ambulance. And by the time the ambulance passed him, um, he missed the light. It turned red again. And he was like, if I had went when it was green or just was trying to be in a hurry or da 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 da, act like I didn't hear it. He was like. I wouldn't have been there, you know what I mean? And I was like, yo, that's it's it's life is that precious, man. For sure. <laughs> it comes in between. So it's just it just it's I've been real grateful for life. Um it, it put things in perspective. But I just thought that it just fucked with me a little bit, like to be able to meet him. Right. To be able to meet the dude that, you know, saved your life. And um it was awesome talking to him. And and he said it himself, he was like, he doesn't he's not a super religious person, but you know, he believes in a higher power and he believes everything happens for a reason, you know what I mean? So uh, shout out to Mike, <laughs> Mike the FedEx driver, man. Word up. Yeah, word up, man. But it uh, it just, it just I don't know, it put things in perspective. Like, like you find yourself. I had a weird week. Maybe it was because I quit the coffee. But like, I've been off balance all week, right? And I think um, sounds like somebody who quit coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I did some shit at work. I fucked up. Like, it was a super easy day. You know, I work in a, a warehouse, so it was gonna be like a super chill day. And I fucked some shit up that ended up making, giving us like two hours of extra work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That we wouldn't even have had to do. And I was like, I never do shit like that. And then it was, what else happened this week? That was a little off. Um, little things, like little, I'll be forgetting little things. Or I would like, you know what I'm saying? I, it was just like little annoyances. And it, it kind of, but you know when they all happen back to back to back, you start to feel like the, like the world's against you. And I remember right. today, <laughs> I had went to, because uh, on Fridays, it's, I do my cheat meal. So I went to KFC. And um, we had, I was waiting on the drive through line, went through, did my order, and I hate when they do this. They be like, all right, pull around to the parking lot. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? you we going to come and get, yeah, we, we going to come, come bring it out to you. I'm like, y'all don't, y'all don't do nothing fast. So I know this ain't coming fast, man. And you ever had that happen and niggas forget? They forgot about you? No. That happened. Like, <laughs> I was outside for like 20 minutes. One to, this was at McDonald's, yeah. though. I was tight. I had to go up in there like, where's my food? Yeah, who are you? And like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, man. Uh, nah, but that make you want to not want to, yeah, not want to fuck with the fast food. And then the thing with McDonald's could do that because usually McDonald's got a big parking lot. You know what I'm saying? For you to pull around. Like nine yeah, times that's true. Out of KFC parking lots are a lot smaller. Tight. Tight, bro. <laughs> if I take you this, bro, tight. Man, they got to be pulling around. I couldn't even get back in the parking lot because they had the drive-thru line was so long. So finally I get in there. People trying to back up their spots. People trying to um, get in behind me. And then I seen a dude that was online behind me pulling around. And I was like, yo, they bugging right now. So I'm like literally right in front of the store. And I think this is what took me over the top. The dude came out. This dude came out with a parrot on his shoulder. <laughs> and like. Like the employee that worked there? Nah, oh. it was a customer. He had came out and he had a parrot on his shoulder and I don't know why, this is my pet, I don't got a lot of pet peeves, but like, I think my, my pet peeve is literally people taking their pets. Pun intended. <laughs> Word up, like, to play, like, why? Like, I seen a lady take her, a dog and she wasn't blind, it wasn't, and it had no orange vest on, took her dog to church, and I'm like, come on, ma'am. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think my homeboy walked out with the parrot. I need that support animal. 
Bro, it's a food place. <laughs> you gonna bring a bird? <laughs> we we talked about bird flu last time when he was on. <laughs> like, I, I think the bird, and I like birds. Like, I'm I I probably got a weird like liking of birds, and, and him having that bird in there it was like, no, no, no. I think it took me a time. So I walked in, right, and I didn't even realize I came with the fury. I walked in like, yo, she told me to pull over, but there's no parking spots in the da 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 da, and I, and then. This older black lady that was behind the counter, she goes, wait a minute, what, wait, what is it? What you, what you, and I was like, I don't know what she got me waiting on. I, she didn't tell me. She's like, no, no, what'd you order? And I was like, chicken tenders, da, da, da. And she's like, it's right here, baby. <laughs> she's trying to like, she basically did like, like calm me down. But <laughs> also I'm like, you just being silly. You just it's right here. acting no, a damn no, 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 like, no for that. We coming, we coming right now. <laughs> And then she hit me with the grandma voice, and it was like, you can't, even, you can't even get mad at yeah, her. I was like, ah. I'm, I'm telling her, have a good day. You know what I'm saying? By the end of it. But, but I ain't gonna, like, I probably should have apologized and everything, because I probably did come with the fury of, like, like stop that shit. I wanna be yeah, mad. Yeah, like, I'm having a bad week, and I'm, ah, and y'all got me waiting here. And she put, she, she diffused the shit out that situation, like, I'm all like, all right, man, you got me. <laughs> you got you right. I can't. I'm acting silly over some damn. Uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. So it, it that put life in perspective. Also, you know what I'm saying. Like we just be find, uh, we find some things. Be, it's easy to think the world is against you, man. And um, it brings us to our first topic, man. Gun control in this country. You know what I'm saying. Like you know that could have went left if it was somebody else is not in a mental state. Like we hear about shootings at fast food restaurants all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, we hear about mass shootings. We heard about the one in uh, Uvalde, Texas. You heard about the one in Buffalo, uh, New York. Was there another one since? I can't even. They might have. Oh, was, no. There, there was, was Tulsa. Mad. Tulsa, the hospital. Yeah. That was crazy. The dude went back and shot the people at the hospital. And it's such a scary thing that, like, places of worship, schools, um, office, you know what I'm saying, places, your workplace to train, the dude in Brooklyn. It's like the places where you're supposed to be able to go and be able to just operate, like just be able to be at peace. You can't because of what we got going on in this country. And then you got this like population of the same country, right? The same people that are at the same vulnerabilities being like, nah, we don't want no reform on the gun control laws. We don't want you changing anything. And it's like, bro, like, mm. <laughs> so something's got to give, you know what I'm saying? Um, there were like seven states this week that actually changed right. some of their laws, New York being one of them, um, where you could no longer own an assault rifle at 18, now the age of 21, which I think is putting a Band-Aid on a gun wound, pun intended, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's like... So you think they should have just like an all-out ban on a Nah, on nah, a and I think... It gets really dangerous. I like that you said that because I think that's what people say when you say control, right? They say, oh, no, no, no. The best thing I think that the NRA and the pro-gun um, administration has done is is start the rumor where it's like, if you put any type of legislation on this, it's going to lead to them taking your guns away. Right. Like you, any kind, anytime that conversation starts up, they're, they're like, "Nah, you trying to take our guns away?" Right. It's trying to take, and it's like it's not there, but it's like it's like the book Animal Farm. You know what I'm saying? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. You let them start doing little things, they're gonna they're gonna start taking more. You let them get an inch, they're gonna start taking a mile. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I think that's the greatest thing as a as a as a team as a unit that the NRA and the pro gun uh, people made is like propaganda, where it's like, "Yo, the, the little bit of change that you guys make 
is going to make them take your guns away. So the fact that people just want to dead the conversation right. as soon as you do it. So I know I personally, not that I want to ban laws. I, just, I don't think the 18 to 21 thing really makes a difference. Now, granted, do we have two shooters in the past in, in, in this in this year that were 18 years old with assault rifles? Absolutely. So I see how it might solve that. But from 18 to 24, you still got people that the biggest uh, people that are affected by mental health nowadays you know what i'm saying so it's like there's still a large population out there if not more of within that age range that can access guns right under the current you know what i'm saying uh legislation and current rules that we have now yeah i mean nothing's gonna be perfect um but i think the thing to take away from it is at the end of the day we should do everything that we can to just try and mitigate you know you're never gonna stop like if somebody is has true intent on committing the shooting more than likely they're going to find a way to be able to get it done. Yeah. But the, the the thought is you shouldn't make it too easy mm-hmm. for them to be able to do these things. I believe the gentleman in Tulsa bought one of those firearms that day that he did the uh, the shooting at the hospital. Mm. And it's like, yeah, 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 the less red tape that you have, the more likely that you're going to get someone that would have been picked up by somebody else. The kid, the kid in um, Uvalde that shot up the school... He was sending people that he didn't even know on social media. He was sending them messages, showing them pictures of his guns. Like, it almost feels like he was crying out for help. Right. Like, I, like yo, stop me before I do something bad. And you typically see that a lot, though, mm-hmm. in these cases where there's so many miss signs mm-hmm. after the fact. You know what I'm saying? It's... And I, I, don't, I don't think that we can stop mass violence attacks because if you can't get your hands on a gun, an automatic assault rifle... You get your hands on a handgun, or, or you'll find a way to get your hands on a knife, or you find your way. Well, to... I mean, but if we're talking about a knife, I mean, the the damage, in theory, is going to be a lot less. Smaller, yeah, in theory, exactly. Because now you're talking about hand to hand combat. You may get your ass whooped before you can really, yeah, inflict, yeah. You and, know, and, so. and, but 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 I think the bigger point of what I'm trying to say is like, I don't necessarily think that these laws or changes are going to stop. Someone that wants to hurt somebody. Well, no, no. Like I said, somebody who really wants to do it, they're going to find a way. Exactly. But what I think it it prevents is that you, you, you have to, listen, you have to go through background checks, right? You have to go through more applications. You have to fix this type of stuff. Something might get caught where it's like, oh, you know what I mean? Maybe they need to be a little bit more in depth. And and that's all that matters. Yeah. you know, you can only do what you control what you can control. You can't That's, stop it completely, but you gotta we gotta do something, bro. It's like I didn't think after Sandy Hook we see another school shooting like of elementary kids, you know what I'm saying, of that age. So it's like and, and but but it doesn't as terrible as that is and it does hit your heart, all of them hurt hurt. Oh in a church there was a shooting, you know what I'm saying? In a right. supermarket there was a shooting and it's like all right, well he's racially motivated. Well this kid is just mad at the world when this kid was picked up you know what i'm saying and this guy he he's mad at his doctor and it's like i think that's the core that's what we need to really focus on as well as the gun reform we need to start wondering or, or evaluating right what is the medical system doing to fail these people right why is this not being caught why are they so resistant you know what i'm saying to any type of treatment and, and because we do we go anywhere. We're based off of our safety is based off of nobody bugging the fuck out and wilding out out here, and that's that's a really scary thought for for me to live with. Right, <laughs> it's hard, bro. It's, it's just like it's too much. 
of a variable. You know what I'm saying? Just, it, 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 but I guess there was really no security, right? Security is like a false thing, right? It's, it's a, For sure. Yeah, it's something that we just tell ourselves. Even if I went and bought a ton of guns now, I'm not necessarily stopping myself from being a victim of anything. If anything, I might be increasing the amount that if I could hurt someone in my own house right. with that. So it's like, um, but we do we do need these feelings of security. I need to feel like if I go to a live event or something like that, like I'm going to make it out alive. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't know if I necessarily feel like that in the current state of how things are going right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm and I'm as far as the you know the gun debate. First and foremost, I'm not really a gun person, mm-hmm. um, but I have nothing against guns. Um, I'm not with you know taking away people's guns. I just think there's certain things like you know, for instance, an 18 year old. I don't know what an 18 year old needs an assault weapon for. So I don't I don't know that like personally, if I if I had to do it, you know, nobody under the age of 25. Mm should be able to walk into a store and buy an assault rifle. Like, what do you need it for? Unless you're in, you know, some in the military, law enforcement, what do you need an assault rifle for? Mm. I mean, the the brain, scientifically, you know, someone 18, 20, 21, you know, the, your brain ain't even fully matured yet. Mm-hmm. To, I, I just... Personally, I don't see what a kid that young needs an assault rifle for. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just like adult, right? drinking, you can't drink till you're 21. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be able to buy or indulge in certain things until you reach of a certain age. No, nah, that's a good point you bring up because scientifically, uh, you're not an adult till you're 25, right? Right. Driving, even yeah. driving, you try try and rent a car before you turn twenty five. <laughs> they charge you extra bread. You're right. Like, come on now. Right. Where did where the money? Where did these kids get the money? Like at eighteen for assault? That, those are expensive guns. Are they? I don't even know how much they cost. Uh, from what I understand, yeah, and, and the ammo is not cheap either. Mm. And if, like the this kids are show, these kids are showing up with weapons and ammo out the ass, bro. <laughs> and it's like where you get the money from, like to do that to support that, like. Also, I think a good law would be if your kid takes your gun and does a shooting. Well, you certain states have that. Yeah, certain like, states have that. I think we need more of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not for that sure. that would have stopped anything in, in, in a lot of this, the mass shootings this year. No, nah, but, but parents need to be held accountable too. Because mm-hmm. it needs to be a deterrent. Like, put your guns away. Like, make sure your guns is locked up. Don't have don't let your kids. Uh, how many have stories access. you Oh, they took the dad's gun or some shit like mm-hmm. that. Like, 100%, man. Um,. Another story, man, that we seen in the news this week that I was like, yo, we got to check this out. We actually just watched the video of it was uh, it was the protest at the Barclays Center, WNBA game, um, the, the, the Liberty, New York Liberty versus Minnesota Lynx. I think that's the name. Um, women ran on stage, on the stage. Women ran on the court, topless. Titties! Uh, <laughs> protesting Roe, uh, basically over the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Yep. Um, they were in a, a, a support of pro-choice uh, laws, and they actually received a standing ovation um, after security dragged a couple of them <laughs> by the hair off the, hair. the court. Um, some of them got escorted off very nicely <laughs> as well. They, uh, yeah, they, they basically you know, let it be known. That yo, we not we we gonna fuck some shit up. We gonna disturb some shit. Um, that came off the heels of Joel Osteen's mega church being a protest in the middle of it, where women stripped down to their underwear, their bras and panties, and shouted out um, pro-choice uh, support. 
Um, and and basically we're, we're doing their own form of a, a protest. Why they chose Joe, my man Joe Osteen? <laughs> Joe Osteen just be chilling, dog. Joe he's smiling ass preacher. I think they just did it just because of his platform. I mean, he has he's a, such big, a big platform. platform. That so is true. Yeah, that's what that's you know the protesters. That's the whole point to do it where you're the gonna most, you know yep. gonna reach the masses. The most eyes. I remember that when the NBA was uh in the bubble. Yeah, they were debating about how to play. They were like, "Well, what could we do?" Because now we got the whole country's attention. Yeah. Um. So that's yeah, that is a good point. But I, I bro, I, I'm I'm pro choice. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna lie to you. Um. I don't think no. I don't want nobody to tell me what to do with my body. So I don't really want to tell anybody what to do with theirs. But um, so I, I I'm in support of what these women are doing. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ludicrous that we could try to take away a woman's right to choose. After so many years of them having it, you know what I mean? Um, I'm not necessarily a fan of abortion, I don't think. I'm not, you know what I'm saying, like telling people to go out there and do it. But uh, I think to take away but, someone's right, right to choose. They should is, have the choice. Yeah, exactly. You know, that That's the whole key. You know what I'm saying? You can be, you know, pro. you can be someone who doesn't believe in abortion, but at the same time, understand that one everybody's not the same we all have different viewpoints and the last thing we should have is the government telling us what i mean they they're going to tell us what we can and can't do in so many other situations but some of these laws that some of these states are passing specifically down south where no matter what you get impregnated whether it's rape you got to have that baby it yep. is that's crazy that is crazy you know who brought up a good point my man um ambro um that i had him on on perfect talk um not too long ago and he he basically said if you're against abortion instead of taking away people's rights why don't you do more education and he 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 said vasectomies and i was like yo you think about it right if you abortions a lot of people think that's their only choice right but a vasectomy, let's say as a dude, you might not want to get no chicks pregnant. You might, I don't really want, you know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. no, I don't, I'm, I don't want a family. I don't want to do that. But you're still having unprotected sex. That's an option, right? But he said himself, he wasn't even aware of what that was until about, you know what I'm saying, a few years ago. A vasectomy? Yeah. Okay. So he, you know what I'm saying? So he didn't know that was even an option for him. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, if I didn't know that, imagine how many people really don't or they think, it's permanent or they don't even you know what you know what I'm saying like so I was like his his look on it was like let's get more education out there about different ways to have birth control different ways to 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 as opposed to just being like nah we just taking abortion away you know what I'm saying like give them more options in the form of education and let them know what else is out there I'm I'm I mean like when we grew up condoms was a thing that they was giving out that wasn't cuz of pregnancy that was cuz it was the AIDS, AIDS. epidemic yeah but all right, let's, I'm sure there's places in this country that could use a little bit of education and a little bit of, uh, of programs, like handout programs, to prevent teen pregnancy, to prevent, you know what I'm saying, just in the community, you know what I'm saying, and stuff right. like that, as opposed to these high abortion numbers, maybe they need to be more prophylactics, handouts in the neighborhood, more type of places where they could go, that it's not taboo, it's not like... You gave my kid condoms, you know what I'm saying? Uh, where we like, all right, let's be adults, let's be mature, and let's talk about this type of thing because the world is changing around us. Like, and you got these people holding on to the old ass way rigidly, right. <laughs> not realizing that like how how much the shit is changing around them. You know what I mean? Um, you see that also with the uh, and the next topic I wanted to talk about was uh, the transgender 
debate, right? You kind of get like you get into like this weird zone. I I, I feel like I, I can, even when we talk about it on this show, I don't want to use the wrong pronoun. I don't want to use the wrong terminology. I don't even want to like you know what I'm saying like like the term tranny is offensive. I didn't even know that. I mean, it sounds offensive. It does. <laughs> I don't mean nothing by it if I say it. No, no, it does. It sounds offensive. Yeah, but queer sounds offensive too. It does. But that's an acceptable term. Is you know it? what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, well, I think, isn't that the Q? Shit, I don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the LGBTQ. Listen. <laughs> I think it is. I think that is I the got Q. love for everybody, yeah. but all of these, mm. you know what I'm saying, it's just too complicated. Too many alphabets. <laughs> it's too, many, it's too complicated. But, but, it, but, it, it, but it goes back to what we're saying, right? The world is changing around us. So it's like, I've, I've heard three different stories in, that had to do with transgenders uh, recently. Um, one was Caitlyn Jenner came out and said she thinks that the amount or the rise that you are seeing in transgender kids is because it's viewed as something that is trendy. Um, which is interesting because she's a transgender person herself. Mm-hmm. Um, Bill Maher made a similar comment on his show where he's like, basically, now that you put it on the menu, there's certain kids that are choosing it because it's what it's what's in. Or there's certain parents that might be pushing it because they you know, they weren't even aware of it before. And now that because it's available, that might not really truly be what the kid identifies as, but because that's an option now, they might be pushing it, which I don't know if that's how trans... I didn't think that's how it worked. You know what I'm saying? It's not like... It... My take on it is kind of like everything else. I, I don't know that it's anything new per se more than it is... It's it's something that's becoming more socially acceptable, so mm-hmm. people are just more freely talking about it. Versus, oh, once upon a time these things didn't exist. They did exist. It was just in hiding, and so now you hear about it more because it's more accepted. Mm-hmm. So people are gonna be more uh, apt to talk about it, and now, so now you're just seeing these situations far more than you know, you may have 10 years ago. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't personally think that there's more transgender kids per se. I just think people are more open about it. And because it's more socially accepted, you know, maybe now a parent is more likely to, okay, you want to do that? Let's go ahead and get this procedure done, you know, before you're adult. Whereas maybe five years ago, they may have thought twice about it because of the backlash they may have received. Mm. Um, the so, third and the third story actually was funny. You said a parent because the third one I heard was Dwayne Wade, who has a transgender um, child himself, um, and he was just talking about how lawmakers are actually making these laws that you know prevent transgender um, girls from participating in women's sports. Yeah. Um, and it's weird because I'm like, I do you Wade, you feel like that because you have a transgender kid, but which is. True, right? I'm not knocking him for that. Um, but it's also it's like, all right, well, but if you didn't have a transgender kid and you felt like a transgender kid had an unfair advantage against your daughter, would you necessarily cave up for it? You know what I'm saying? And I like, so that's a tricky one. You know what I'm saying? Um, the Caitlyn Jenner one, and I'll give you a second to respond to that one too, but the Caitlyn Jenner one also is kind of tricky because Caitlyn Jenner is a transgender person herself. So I guess it kind of makes her an expert, so to speak, on the subject, or at least a, 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 a knowledgeable uh, person on it. 
But it also is like, well, Caitlyn Jenner, or do you think it's trendy? First of all, it is trendy, and that's why you did it. You know what I'm saying? Because you went the majority of your life not doing it. So that means you felt like that wouldn't have been accepted at an earlier point in your life, or maybe you just weren't at peace with it, right? But that, it had to be something where you looked around the landscape and was like, now is when I want to do this, mm -hmm. as opposed to before, because... Maybe it would have led to what you perceive in your mind as backlash, violence, whatever, you know, whatever the case may be towards it. But now it's like with that acceptability, you found freedom in it. So why are we take don't why would we put a point of judgment and a, a judging finger at a child nowadays that does it? And like, but, oh, what, but so I'm not even like, did Caitlin say that she doesn't agree with kids doing it. She was more so saying it's happening now at a higher rate. Right. Because it's kind of like a trend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, I so I that that could be true because I mean, Caitlyn. I don't even know. Maybe five, seven years ago. But when Caitlyn came out, it wasn't. I don't. I personally don't think it was something that was like widely accepted. And so, whereas versus now, it's more accepted. So. You know, people are just more willing to come out the closet, not come out the closet, but, you know, I'm this um, because we as we as a society are trying to push for equality for all. So we're saying to everybody, hey, live your truth. You know, if you want to be this, you can be that and you should speak out on it. Um, whereas 10 years ago, that's just not where we were at as a society. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, just like once upon a time, if you were gay, that's not something you're going to come out and say. You know, you for the most part, people were in the closet once upon a time. Whereas now, I mean, every if you're gay, you're gay. Who gives a shit? Mm -hmm. um, but, but well, well, two things. Caitlyn Jenner, for all uh, extensive purposes, is a Kardashian. Right. It's, it's trendy now because you did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah, I mean, you, I think Caitlyn Jenner was a trendsetter. Exactly. Like, it, that, you, that acceptability that we have towards it now probably might be due to Caitlyn Jenner doing it. Yes, now we've seen it. For sure. Exactly. And it's like, and I won't lie, like, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I, I, I know Joe Rogan's have recently had a transgender person on there. I've listened to, like, a podcast that I listened to had a, um, a transgender on there. And it's, it's like... One of the things I like they, this, the 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 girl that was on um, a podcast listen to said was when she identified as a male, she first was like, "Oh, I'm gay," and it's like, but she's not. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was deeper than that. It's, it's like she thought that that would all right. Well, now I've found who I am, but it wasn't that. It was like she still felt like she wasn't in the right body and it wasn't right. the right person. So what? I think happened before was maybe there were people who, who would have identified as transgender, but they felt like gay was their option. Right. So they went towards that because that was the closest thing to what it is now, where now they kind of have this freedom. It's like, That's... I'm going to go full. I'm, I'm, I'm trans. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Which is not the same. Right. It's like, like they, you know, what I'm saying? I, I, it's weird for me. And I don't mean weird, like as a passing judgment, it's weird as indifferent to me. Like I, I've heard like uh, like on that one podcast that I was listening to, it was the dude, um, the 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 girl that was a transgender had a boyfriend, and her boyfriend, you know, he identified as bi, right? So he said he's done things with other dudes, but he said messing with her doesn't feel like that. 
Right. Because I mean, I mean, as far as he goes, she's has, a girl. But oh, she still but has she male parts. Okay. So um, we have to have sex, like. Right, anally. So it would be the same, right? I guess if he was dating a, in that respect, if he was dating a dude. But he said, as a person that has done things on that side, it's just different. Like I said, it's okay. different. He says it's different. He says he is not the same. I don't see it as being. I mean, if you if you get in a penis in your butt and you are a male, I mean, no, no. But he's. I think he's he's fucking her. But it doesn't go the other way around. No, I don't think she fucks him. Oh, <laughs> like, I don't think so. I don't. I, mean, I don't know. From what I, I get, you know what I'm saying. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So how so, does she get off? I mean, whatever. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I don't know. They didn't get into the details okay. of, what, you know, of all that. Um, but it's it's what is it like? Um, they they take like hormones and stuff like that. So I don't, do they even? Like still ejaculate the same? No clue. Yeah, that we don't know. <laughs> like, but that's just, we don't know none of this stuff, and it's just like, yo, but it exists in our society. Like it, it's, and I think I don't know. Like I said, I think I, I do think there has to be a population of it that I don't know. <laughs> Let me don't say know. this though, um, what what I do think is. There's nuance to everything. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm all, like I said, I got love for everybody. So whether you're trans, gay, whatever, to each his own. Um, live your life, live your truth. Um, and personally, like, let's take it back to sports. I'm not with, uh, you know, like the transgender, like, for instance, uh, females or, or males. It doesn't matter, like, with the, when it comes to sports. I am not with that per se, um, because personally, I do think there is a competitive advantage um, in, in, in transgender. If you're trans, like in specifically women, right? Yeah. Spe- let, yeah. Let's get specific here. Yeah. Um, you don't mind if a a woman who I don't think to a man? so. I don't think there will be a competitive advantage there. But yeah. just to be fair, that shouldn't be allowed either. Um, but then, then is not fucked up on that part. Oh, you ju- you're saying. You're doing that to be equally, right? Because I don't, I don't think that if, we should like, only discriminate against the men that turn to women. Correct. Like it should go both ways. But that's fucked like, up if it don't give you a competitive advantage and they still. No, but then, it, but then it's like okay, you're only doing it on this side and not this side. Separate, so separate but not equal. <laughs> right. So like, if you're transgender, you, I don't think you should be like. This but is but isn't my, that? I think that's the argument for the other side. That's like, oh well. We're gonna do it for the. We're gonna let the the the, the men, the women who transition to men, compete if yeah, they wanted to. I, I don't think that's fair. Yeah, but but since so, we're letting them do it, we right. Let so it, I'm uh, just saying, yeah. off with it, off the table for everybody. Like if if you're transgender, you should not be able to. And it sucks, but I personally, I think that's the only way to keep it fair because mm. specifically as it pertains to the women who trans, um, no, the men who transition into women and then enter into sports, I do believe there is a competitive advantage and that's not fair to the actual women who are competing in those sports who, okay, I, I just don't think that's fair. So yeah. I think to be fair, it just shouldn't be allowed, but I'm not against transgender people as a whole. So, so wait, what if they so, wanted so, to, but I think mm-hmm. the conversation gets, um, 
messy because people say, oh, well, if you, or oh, we can't play sports, then you don't like transgender. No, I, I have nothing against transgender people in general. I just think as it pertains to sports, that is a very, that's a slippery slope and it should not, it shouldn't cross over there. So you if know? I understand correctly, you would, you, you feel like transgender people should compete against transgender people. I don't know that there's enough to actually have your own league. So, but but that would be their only option in terms of sports. I mean, in, in terms of <laughs> professional sports, sure. I'm trying I mean, to. You want to go to the? You I'm know, trying to help dig you dig you out this hole. <laughs> no, if you want to go to the rack, you know, do what you do. But professional spot and, and collegiate sports, I just don't. I I don't see it. Um, no, I I'm I'm not in agreement with that. So, so you don't even think they can compete against each other? If you if you if there's, there's enough, enough. If there's, there's enough. enough yeah. Yes. Go ahead. That'd be the only option, right? Because you like basically you're telling them they can't play sports at all. So you're saying if you want to play sports, you gotta find a similar to okay, women and men they don't compete in the same leagues. Yeah. Women have their own league. Men have their own league. So if there's enough transgender people to have their own league, they should have their own league. Yeah, I want. I'm gonna stay away from the sports conversation because. I do. I think I agree, I agree with you as, uh, uh, as well in, in terms because that one of instance when we was taught like the swimming, you know, Leah, the, the, the Penn State. Yeah, that was just unfair. I mean, I those went, other I those women, Yale. whatever. Those women, <laughs> they didn't have a chance. So like that's and, not that's not right. And she wasn't when she identified as a man. She wasn't the best. She wasn't getting no gold medals. Like from what I understand, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, I get it. I get it. But this conversation get, get can get deep, you know what I'm saying? Um I I don't know what the right solution is because then I mean, let's talk let's talk about the whole bathroom situation. I mean, how do you and specifically for I mean, so let me cuz I'm not I may not be completely educated. So transgender is that the appropriate term for if you had the surgery? Or is that would that be a different term? No, nah, I think you you still transgender without. Eh. No, nah, because there's there's a there's a there's a differentiation. Yeah, because I think I, I think you have to at least used. have some like like if you some type of medical. The, if you still have the body parts, then it's one thing. But if you have fully transitioned, no, it's another thing. no, I think you can still have the body parts. But let's say you, I think it, you're transgender once you uh, have the doctor do some type of procedure in terms of. Okay. Your hormones, right? Because because I believe in order for that athlete to compete, it, it, there had to be a hormonal test of like her testosterone level had to probably to be below a right, level. right, right. So I think once you take that step to like have hormone treatment, be it or or let's say body enhancement, like you know, say you decide you want to get breasts or stuff like that, anything that involves going to a doctor to change your own shape, way, shape, or form, I think officially makes you transgender. I think you might be able to identify it as it right? Um, without necessarily having to do anything as that because the whole reason why you would have the procedure is because you felt like you were trapped in a different body than what you thought you were. So I don't think you necessarily have to... The whole identified thing nowadays doesn't... You know, it's kind of like, well, I decided to be this. And I mean, it does come down to that. I'm, I, I, This is what I'm declaring myself as. But um, to your point, I think, yeah, there has to be some type of medical procedure done be it hormonal or, or, or body enhancement 
that less all right, yo, yeah, you good to. It's a tricky situation. It is. What were you going to say with the bathroom thing, though? You were going to say if you have the part, because who's going to determine Yeah, that? it's just like, I, I don't <laughs> know. checking. <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things. Like, I know, like, for instance, if I had a daughter, and now I'm really being specific, Um, if, like, if I had a daughter, right, Um, I wouldn't want a man, someone, I don't care if you tell yourself, I, I I don't know. I'm about to say Gary saying all this, all, all, all the politically things, right? like, <laughs> listen, He's trying to man. get his perfect talk. There, there's, there's some pervs out there. There's perverts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there's people who will take try and take advantage of certain situations. And so I don't want I don't want a dude in the bathroom with my with my um with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying or something like that. So. I don't know, man. I don't know what the right answer is. No, they, and, and I know I'm not against transgender people. Like I said, I'm not against anybody. To each his own. There's enough space in this world for all of us. Well, a hypothetical daughter situation. She identifies as transgender at age seven, eight, right? Mm-hmm. What is? What do you do? How do you approach that? Like, no, I mean, I, you you can be whoever you tell yourself you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> And once you turn 18 um, and you are up under from up under my wing, you're able Mm -hmm. to make your own decision. You can do whatever you want. I'm going to love you. I'm not, you know, my stance, how I feel about you ain't going to change. We're not doing no procedures um, while you're under my care. That's going to be something that a decision that you make as an adult. Not even a hormone. Not even a hormone. Nah, that's going to be a decision you make as an adult. What about wardrobe? That's a very good question. Um, so me as a as a dad, um, and just how I handle things now, you know, with, with my son, um, that that's a conversation. I mean, that's a decision that I leave up to mom. You know, mom is very. Um, I can be. I'd say like kind of old school in my ways, okay. and I know that about myself, and so I'm luckily, you know, I have. You know, my woman is she's she's much more uh, open and open minded. And so I leave those decisions to her. And I know if she's cool with it is the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it makes it easier for me. Like if I was a single parent, I can say I may not make the right decision um, because I, in certain situations, I can't be stuck in my ways. But I know, you know, whether my son, you know, is gay, if he wants to be transgender or any of those things, you know, do do what you do. Um, I know, you know, we're not going to do no hormone therapy at, when you're an adolescent or a teenager. We're not doing that. Now, what now, is your reason for that? Because you feel like they might I feel like a, change your mind. Yeah, I feel like a kid. Um, your mind is just that that is a life altering decision. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like you're too young to make it. Um, and as far as going back to the wardrobe thing, okay. if I was a single parent, I know I would not let it fly. You know what I'm saying? Um, you wouldn't let your girl like your daughter she just wanted to dress, I guess, more like a boy. I to be honest with you, if if it was my daughter, I don't think I'd have a problem with it. And I, I'm just being honest. <laughs> If you want to dance like a tomboy, I think we're getting down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> now, now, if we're talking about my son, naturally, ah, man, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a struggle with that. Um, I can't really say what my ultimate decision is going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if I've seen that, if, if I've seen that this is what my son really is trying to do, ultimately, I think I would let him ride. You know, if this is what you want to do, you know, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Um. Personally, I, it would be challenging for me, but 
you know, as I grow, I like to think, you know, I, I make the right decisions. You know, I, I'm, I'm open-minded, even though I'm old school, you know, I, I'm open-minded. It may take me a little while to catch up, um, but I'll get there. Mm. Um, I, I, that's why I think it's cool that Dwayne Wade is as public as he is about it. Because you don't even have to be, right? Like, you know, like, I don't know any other Dwayne Wade's other kids except for like, the one who, wasn't one of them played with LeBron or something or... I'm thinking of in 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 um in high school, but okay. not anymore. That he's already gone to the D League. Okay. The G League. Okay. So yeah, yeah. That was the only one I really knew about. You know what I'm saying? I know he has a couple sons, right? Like so, and and now a daughter. So it's like, um, he didn't have to be as public with it as he is. But I like the fact that he is because yeah, I like the fact that he is. I mean, it makes it it. I think it it makes the conversation. I don't want to say easier to have, but just the fact that we're seeing, you know, people that we identify as public figures and we're able to see other people going through it, how they deal with these things. It gives us insight. And the more insight we have to anything, no matter what we're talking about, it allows us to make, in my opinion, better decisions. Because, mm -hmm. yeah, because we grew up in New York City, right? I I saw two dudes kissing as a little when I was young, right? You know what I'm saying? And it was still like you have your juvenile, like yeah, like what is going on here? But just the exposure might be the reason why I've always been accepting of gay people. Like, right, I've right, never right. like was like if oh. you've never seen it, then, then the first yeah, time yeah. you see it, you're gonna be like what the. Mm -mm. And it's, it does something. It makes you feel like I think we what it is is we other. Some I heard somebody say this, uh, but we it's easy to other people. And once you other people, now you could commit the Holocaust, right? Now you could you could change the laws on them. And be like, well, the others, like even with the gun laws that we were saying, it's like, oh, you're you're for gun control, you're on the other side, you're trying to take my guns away. So it's like, once we, once you know what exists in the zeitgeist, and you kind of realize like we're all you're you're a white man, you're a, a Asian woman, I'm a black guy, you know what I'm saying? But we're all in the same struggle, we're all waking up right. and going to work. It's easier to contextualize it because now you know it exists. But if you went 15 years, 16 years, 17 years. You're in your twenties now. The first time you're having an experience with a gay person, transgender person, it's gonna be hard to deal with. Yeah, because now it's like, well, your existence, and, and your existence isn't doing this. But for some reason, in our minds, humans, your existence is saying something I was doing was wrong because what I was doing wasn't wasn't that. Right. <laughs> and I don't know why we do that. I, I just I don't know why so many people find it so easy to do that because it's. I think it's just it's natural. I yeah. mean, it's tribal tribalism. Like this is my tribe. Your tribe do over there doing something different. I right, well y'all are cannibals and you see religions. Religions could go to war with each other in the name of religion because they're the other. You know what I'm saying? Right. And unfortunately, yeah, that's what it is, man. But um, before we get out of here, I guess you know what I'm saying one of my favorite segments I like to do every episode. Um, it's have you heard? And I got rules really one for you, man. Um, prosecutors, they're saying in uh, R. Kelly's uh, federal case, racketeering case, they're looking to get 25 years for uh, Robert Kelly for what he's done. Um, and that's just one case. He's he still a, going through that? Yeah. Uh, okay. And he's got another case in Chicago, I think, that he has to go through after this. So he's it's it's quite possible R. Kelly's gonna die in jail. Um and I and and I never really got your opinion on the whole situation. Um I just think like it, it's it's really weird to look back on the whole thing because we I mean as fans we gave a blind eye, right? We've heard stories 
And I didn't have nothing no, like all proof until we did have it, right? Until we had that video uh, that got leaked or whatever. And you're like, yo, he's a wild boy. Wait, what video are you talking about? When he was having sex with the underage girl, when he peed on her. Peed oh, on okay. Yeah. I mean, that was, that, that, we were so young, I didn't even care. I mean, not that I didn't. I didn't we I didn't mean, grasp what he was doing. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, to, to the extent of what he was doing. But it was like. To me, it was just another porno. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it was just <laughs> I another porno. I don't say that. Because no, we were, what, high school? Yeah, high school. High yeah. school age. We just didn't. I think our moral stance in life wasn't built yet. Like No, but also, I mean, I. It, once upon a time, it and especially where I come from, it's not abnormal to see younger girls. I mean, the reality is historically younger girls like guys who are older than them. Mm -hmm. I mean, because oh, they're mature, they're more mature. Um, and so, growing up, I've seen many instances where grown ass men were smashing girls. And you go back, you know, whether it be our parents' time, like that was really common. You know, and you're not you're not justifying. No, 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 you're no, no, this, no, no, no. This existed. It, it, it's wrong. It's something that you um, saw. Yeah. Right, right. I just want to clear that. So <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't yeah. shocked by it. Is what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As an adult, as a parent, it's completely wrong. It's disgusting. Um, but I was not shocked by it. Yeah, and and I say that we we were right in high school, right? And our moral compass wasn't necessarily developed into what it was yet. There was people much older than us that heard about R. Kelly, heard about the rumors, saw that video, and still probably bought his next oh, album. Oh, for sure. Like, uh, I, let me tell you something. Like, it wasn't until... So, I had my son when I was 34 mm -hmm. or 33. 30, we'll just say 34. Prior to having my son, R. Kelly was the GOAT, period. Hands down. I already... At, 30, at 33, I knew everything he did. Um, but it, it was just one of those things... Until I became a parent, it didn't hit me how disgusting that was, mm. what he did. Mm. Um, but prior to becoming a parent, R. Kelly was the GOAT. I, st I still purchased every album he came out with. I still listened to his music, all of that. But, but once all... I became a parent, it just hit differently. Um, we knew more also at when you, by the time you turned 34... Like we heard stuff. It before. wouldn't have changed. For my I, speaking for myself, no, like, no, no, we knew more about R. Kelly. Like, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, like we knew the numbers. We knew what he was doing. We didn't know the numbers were as big as they were, or I didn't know. For so, me, that wouldn't have mattered though. So like, what changed? So what you saying? Like, I changed, had a like, kid. Is what changed. You had and, a kid, and then and once for me, once I became a parent, it just changes. My it just changed my perspective on the whole situation. You this think it, you think kid. if you didn't have a kid at that age, it'd be harder for you to for sure. I mean, I was thirty three, mm. and before I was thirty three, and R. Kelly was still the goat. Mm. I still listen to his music. Yeah. I can't listen to his music now. I, I don't mm. see him the same now. Yeah, and I that's solely because I'm, I'm a parent now, and now when I listen to his, this nigga was smashing kids. Like, that shit is disgusting. But until I became a parent, it didn't hit like that. Mm -hmm. And that's just the reality. Yeah. And he has kids, man. It's sad. Uh... But even now, I mean, there was parents, people who are parents, who was R. Kelly still a goat. Um, and to each his own. I mean, if that's your perspective, I mean, it oh is yeah, what there's, it is. there's women out here. Um, but not everybody love him now more that he's in jail, right? <laughs> Which is crazy. But it's, uh, it's I can't do it. I just I, as a DJ, I don't play his music. I don't listen to his music. I feel very uncomfortable. And it sucks because uh, he has I mean, great music. Yeah. Man. He was, no, no, he was a musical genius. Like, that's that's two things could be right. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be a genius or you could be a sick motherfucker. And he was both. You know what I'm and saying? And prior to 
um, becoming the prior to becoming a parent, the way I just here it is. We 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 choose how we frame things with everything in life. Okay. So as it pertained to R. Kelly, before I became a parent, I justified it as what he did in his personal life. That's his business. I don't get involved in that. I just focus on the music. Yeah. And the music is great, so that's what I love. I think that's what you a know, lot of people did. And that's what a lot, what a lot of people, of people did. did. But once I became a parent, I couldn't separate the music from the person. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm hearing, you know, the lyrics of his songs, I'm just imagining you're doing this to a child. It's disgusting. Yeah. And I don't I don't uh I don't point a finger at two thousand and two th- early two thousands us. Society. I don't. I'm not like wagging my finger like, oh, we're fucked up because we let this pass. Because nah. it's easy to look back and do that. And it, it's like if I posted something on Twitter at the time that was acceptable and people laughed at it, then you try to bring that up years later. It's like we're looking at it through a different lens right now. Why? I really don't know. Culturally, yeah. just mm-hmm. culturally was more acceptable. It There's probably, no difference yeah, yeah, yeah. than Elvis. Historically, was known for smashing girls, mm-hmm. not women, but girls. I mean, it, it's just a different era. Michael There's Jackson no different than trouble, comics yeah. making gay jokes. Once upon a time, you could say whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Now you can't. It's just different times. Is that Back why cancel? Then, you think that's why cancel culture exists? Because we were very accepting of everything before. Like we just, our culture was just very like, let's make fun of these people. Like, like, like yeah, you know what I'm saying? but it's because like now we're in a space in our society where. Everybody should be equal. You shouldn't be able to, you know, make fun of this group of people, that group of people, and it's wrong if you do. Mm. Whereas once upon a time, it was okay if you want to make fun of gay people, trans people, call people Indians, or, you know, make jokes and all of this stuff. Um, Where now, I think, you know, it's just what's wrong is wrong. And if it's wrong, we're going to call it out. And there's no tolerance for any of that. Which I stand for. I don't like the rewind. Let's go back. That is and look at this I through this lens. That. Yeah, like like you can't take what was culturally accepted once upon a time exactly. and now bring it into the future and say nah because you did that twenty years ago. You know, even perfect is I'm I don't I'm not a Trump fan. I don't, but I would hate when people would try. Oh, in 1989, you you know you did this to this. Like, come on. Oh, oh like, you mean when they brought up shit from Trump's past? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, not even pick on Trump. Anybody, like, mm-hmm. don't don't bring up shit for 10, 20 years. Like just, that that's just lame because it was accepted back then. You so, know, you know it's crazy too. It probably fucks R. Kelly up. Like he see Bill Cosby out there free. <laughs> <laughs> like that she probably really seen Bill get out was like yo they coming for me they gonna, they gonna come let me out man they gonna come and get me nah but you, he's in there he, he, he like I said 25 years for this case is what they trying to throw at him probably gonna try to get him with another 25 for the next case like he gotta it's, you know I, th- I always think about that with criminals that get away with shit for so long like you had to at a certain point be like after doing something crazy right it doesn't even you're like, hey, I'm, I'm never going to get caught for this. <laughs> like, and you just keep doing it. I'm just, I'm never going to get caught for this. Like, And you're just getting more bold with it. You're right. not even taking the same precautions anymore. And the fact, like, it probably just fucks his whole head up just to um, just be locked up. <laughs> no, I mean, I seen a video maybe about two weeks ago. He was singing to niggas in jail. Really? And they, I mean, so jail is a different environment. I mean, he gets mad love in jail. So as a pedophile. 
that's that's the crazy part right <laughs> but it's because of what we talk about i mean r kelly he's still a goat he's, he's to done a lot his of people. work yeah yeah and so, so and listen the, the reality is smashing young girls it's still i mean it's still a thing i mean it's disgusting to me personally but it's something that exists it, it still exists like, sadly in our society and and definitely and so it's not something that may necessarily be, you know, it's different if you if you're raping little girls versus, you know, I, I don't know. No, it's not different. It's no, just, no, not what I'm you're saying. You're not physically is, taking it from you're mentally. Right, yeah, right, right. So, so to yeah. me, it's no different. But I think, you know, people make dif- make a distinction because he is a pedophile, right? In jail, typically, what happens to pedophiles in jail? But no, he's getting love in jail. That's so, I mean, odd, bro. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. That's why that's odd. <laughs> that because he's not some, in protective custody. Really? Damn. So some because to someone that's been locked up twenty years, in their head they went to jail and R. Kelly was the man, so they don't look at him right, the same right. man. Like uh, yeah, damn. <laughs> man, nah, I didn't. I didn't know that, man. Um, also, before we get up out of here, Spec, have you heard Johnny Depp? He seen that make out in that Amber Heard case. You know what I'm saying? Was awarded about ten million dollars. I think it was awarded thirteen, but um, they took away the three million because they capped it off at like two hundred thousand right. um, that you could get for that. But yeah, like came out with ten. Amber Heard, what did she get? Like uh, like I think, two or three or something like that. In I think her three. suit and uh. So Johnny Depp, well, for all intents and purposes, I mean, he was suing her for like a hundred million, if I'm not mistaken. Some, some oh, big, was he? Some I didn't know how number. much it was. Yeah, he was going with some crazy. I mean, so she doesn't have. I don't even think she has the money. She only have the ten to pay him. I no. Right? So it's like, but so in all intents and purposes, he did win though. Um, and you got a lot of society saying, all right, well, it was a lot of men out there that that were caping up for Johnny Depp because they feel like men get falsely accused, for sure, or men you don't know, get put in these situations. Uh, I don't even want to get into the male-female aspect of it, and, and you could if you want to, but I think it's big for people that lie on other people publicly and try to ruin people's reputations, and I think it's 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 a bigger victory for that type of stuff because you got these people that think they can just say any old thing at any old time, right. and you know what I mean? You, it, it, it's it's going to fly, and it's like, nah, like that can't be the, <laughs> that can't be the move. No, nah, for sure. I mean, from what I understand... You know, when she originally came out with those, you know, comments about their relationship and what she went through, um, he he lost work. You know, it messed up. It, it fucked up his paper and all of those things. And so it, it, it creates an interesting conversation because, like, let's say if you are a woman and obviously I was not in their bedroom, so I don't really know what went on. But let's just say for all intensive purposes, you know, she did experience, you know, some type of abuse. Is she not allowed to talk about her abuse? I mean, if, you know, if you're having a candid conversation or interview and I mean, I, I don't think we could also say, yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to speak out about your experiences. Mm. I don't think you should be silenced. So it just creates the situation of like, OK, well, how can you say it? Should you not be able to talk about your experiences? And if you are, like, so it's it's a it's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. And the two ways to look at it, right? It's I think one one of the problems is as a society we got to put things in black and white just because make it simple for our mind. It's got to be oh no, you're good or you're evil, right? There's no like gray area. So it's like if you're a victim, 
you better 100% be the victim because if we find some way, shape, or form you you weren't always a victim or you did things to contribute to what happened to you, it's like we crucify you for that. That's number one. And number two, what you just said is, is true, right? You, you, you shouldn't be held, stop from speaking your story, but then tell the full story. If you're going to come out and talk, right, right, talk. right. Like, don't, because now you're lying, right? If you're not going to say what you did, right? So it's two things. Like, we got to stop looking at victims of abuse as if they can't also be abusers in, 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 in that same situation, which Amber Heard showed us. And, and, and I didn't need Amber Heard to show me that. Like, it's, it's a lot of evidence in life. Just because you might have got hit in the face or punched, don't mean you didn't throw punches and hit right, someone right, in the right. face, also. For sure. I yeah. think with those two, they both did wrong, mm -hmm. I think, at, at times. Um, but the way she basically told it initially, it just seemed one-sided. Yeah. So that, I think that's where the issue is. Like if you're going to come out and speak your truth, it, it needs to be the full truth mm -hmm. and not something to make, you know, somebody else look bad and then put you up, prop you up at the same time. And we'll have more compassion for your story. If you show, if you show your faults, right. Right. But if your accuser comes out and shows your faults. It's like, oh. Then you oh, look like a liar. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you kept that out on purpose. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what it has to do with it more. Um, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon of, uh, you know, this is a victory for men. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, women's still going to do what they're going to do. And men's still going to do fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Also. So it's just like, I ain't getting on that bandwagon. But I am on the bandwagon of you going to open your mouth about somebody. You're going to have to take the consequences that come with it. You know what I'm saying? Sure. And I'd much rather be legal than physical, you know what I'm saying? So, and Johnny Depp, you know what I'm saying? He went about it. He did it. He went through the rigmarole. He went through everything he had to do. He got embarrassed in that. You know what I'm saying? His drug use got put out there, but it's what he felt had to be done to, so for, he, for him to be vindicated right. in whatever way. So, shout out to them, man. Um, back to another episode in the books, brother. Yes, um, always a pleasure doing work with you, man. You should ask Keith where you can find him at social media. I know you ain't on social media. <laughs> uh, you so, ain't gonna find me. Nah, nah. So, but you can find my man Spec here on the Perfect Talk podcast. Sure. So stay tuned. Um, you can find me on social media at uh, Instagram um, at Plicka P Z P L I C C A P E E Z Y. Um, also follow Perfect Talk Podcast on Instagram at Perfect Talk Radio. Check out the website PerfectTalkPodcast.com for everything. Uh, Every episode, everything that we got going on. Also, my radio show I do with my brother DJ Show, uh, Money Talks Radio, and my other radio show, The Night Shift. Um, every episode of Perfect Talk Podcast is also available on Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, Spotify, where all your favorite podcasts are found. Go check us out. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Um, check us out on YouTube. You know what I mean? We doing it big. Shout out to everybody out there watching the video. Um, we just gonna keep doing what we do. Please uh, show some love. Uh, Spec, what you watching, listening to, reading? What are you consuming right now? That's that's holding your attention, brother. Man, uh, what am I watching? Could be any sport. Could be the finals. Yeah, could I mean, be... I mean, as far as what am I watching? I I'm a I'm a sports guy, so I mean, obviously the finals is going on right now. I'm a Yankees fan. I only watch the Yankees. I don't watch no other baseball. Mets is doing good too. Yeah, so I hear. Um, <laughs> Bronx bomber for life. There you go. Um, yeah, so you know, I watch I watch Yankee games damn near every day. Um, watch the finals basketball while it's on. Um, who you think got it? Who you think, who you think gonna take it? Man, I mean, it, Boston is looking pretty strong. Um, 
So it really, I know the game is on now. Actually, yeah, I don't, I don't even know who's uh, ahead. But I mean, Boston is looking really strong. Series is uh, what are they up two two one? Can't say I was rooting for them, but they looking strong. They are. They, I'm rooting for Golden State. They got me scared. They got me nervous. So by the time you hear this, hopefully you know series is tied up. But we'll see what it is. But what else you watch? You about to say something else? No, I was just um. As far as watching, that's really all I watch. Okay. But um, as far as, you know, I'm, I'm big now on uh, reading, you know, financial literacy. Um, okay. that That's what I'm, that's that's really my stilo right now. Um, so you just trying to, or? I'm just trying to digest everything. Okay. Um, knowledge is power. Uh, financial literacy is going to literally be uh, the key to freedom. So um, what are you consuming? What are you, what are you? Just uh, learning how to be uh, the you know, learning about the economy, how to be a better investor, mm. you know, what moves the economy, you know, that that's how, when you look at the wealthiest people, um, they have a plethora of knowledge in the financial space. Mm -hmm. um, you can't even think about going from point A to point B without the tools to get there. Um, and so, Personally, you know, I can't I can only speak for myself, but where I come from, you know, we weren't taught financial literacy. Mm -hmm. um, we was just taught to go to school, get good grades to go get work for somebody else. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm trying to change that. You so, know, I, so what I guess. Uh, so someone out there who might want to do the same thing. What platforms are you like, like YouTube or uh, CNBC or, you know, what I'm saying like what? Do you, what? So I, I, I would not even everything you know youtube there's there's tons of uh there's tons of financial literacy uh platforms out there on youtube you know i, I watch cnbc a lot you okay. know i i need you need to familiarize yourself with financial terms you can't go to spain and not speak the language so you know just as simple as learning uh, lingo, financial lingo, that, that goes a long way because when you're on the, when you're viewing these, you know, whether it be YouTube videos or reading, uh, financial things on you, whether it be wall street journal, CNBC, they use jargon. And if you don't even understand the jargon, you're just going to be reading some nonsense, some mm. mumbo jumbo, and you're not digesting anything. Okay. Um, so literally I'm, I'm just a sponge right now, just trying to take it all in. Um, you know, so I can try and better my future. Now, hundred percent, man. Shout out to my man Spec. Definitely, uh, follow the path, man. You, you know, what I'm saying, he just gave y'all some jewels right there. So, hop on board with that. Always a pleasure having you on the on the show, brother. Hopefully, many more. And uh, we up out of here, man. Say goodbye to the people, bro. Deuces. Peace.